This is Cortland Sutton, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the epic Roster Watch podcast brought to you by rosterwatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap, joined today by the Trash Man, as we need to do some Dynasty Rankings updates, Trash Man. What the hell's going on, brother? Uh, not too much. Just, uh, you know, prying out my nasal cavities with whatever I can to clear them in these. At least you're feeling better. Places. You at least feel it better now that you did an indie. I thought you get to Indianapolis and you'd be like you'd be clear to your allergy stuff. You and Cody, man, you get no, to indie, but you guys turn into vampires, dude. What, I what, got what back and just got punched in the face. <laughs> I don't know. Such is such is Central Texas um, cedar fever. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, whenever they, uh, I won't even say that. Do you? Do you know what they call it whenever they blow out all the all all, all the cedar pollen? What's that? They call it an they call it an ejaculation. <laughs> like it Hello, blows man. it blows that cedar pollen out, dude. Um, all right, dynasty rankings updates. We have a bunch to get to. Of course, the big news from yesterday the um, the news about Aaron Rodgers coming back to Green Bay, but also the news about Russell Wilson, of course, going to the. Um, Going to the Denver Broncos and all the fallout from that. Uh, we also have the Calvin Ridley news we haven't really accounted for in the dynasty rankings yet. So we fought, you know, Trashman and I said we need to, you know, overhaul the a couple things on the roster watch um, top 250, the, the dynasty top 250 that's up for our pro members over there. And we figured we just pop on a pod and just kind of talk it out. So what do you want to do, Trashman? Do you want to maybe just how about let's just talk about Calvin Ridley first? Just because, you know, we'll figure out what we're going to do with him. Uh, let's not make let's not make the uh, changes live here. But if you can get out a get out a sheet of paper, or whatever, and just write down what we talk about, so you can go in after the podcast and just make these changes. Because if, if 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 I do them here on the fly, I feel like it's probably going to um, like I just I might mess it up. I might get you know what I'm saying. Like because yeah, we'll fine. have to update them in the wide receiver sheet, then we'll have to update them in the one quarterback sheet, then in the super flex sheet. So we'll just take down notes. And so Calvin Ridley, I think we had him at wide receiver 17. He's tw- he's going to be 28 years old this next year. The next time that we see Calvin Ridley, he won't be t- – maybe he'll be 29. I had Siege yesterday on to talk about uh, a bunch of this stuff. And with Siege, we talked about it. I just – I haven't got – just generally, what are your thoughts about Ridley? I haven't talked to you about Ridley's suspension Pretty wild, huh? I mean, these guys can get in such big. These guys can do such bad shit and not really get this, you know, get this big of a penalty. I think it just has to do with. The, I mean, is it that bad if he's if he's betting on the Falcons? <laughs> <laughs> if he's betting on them to win, what uh, Siege was saying, it was a bunch of parlays. No, I, 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 I t- is so is the whole. Was this the whole thing about his mental health, whatever? Is this all predicated on the betting? No. From last season? Oh, no, no. The mental – he was on a mental health break whenever he – what's up to everybody in chat? Kipsy, Hunsburglar. Oh, and our boy Cody Carpentier, man. Cody, great to see you, brother. Um, he, Cody's making fun of your – he says, Carhartt ja- cap and a jean jacket. What year are we in? Do you know what year we're in? We're like two years away for Cody. Trashman is <laughs> always trash. Trashman is so far behind the curve. He's he's ahead of the curve. No man, this this wasn't um, this wasn't his mental. He was on his mental break, and during the mental break, he was gambling on the on the one of the apps down in Florida. Right. So. I think his issues might not only end, begin and end at betting. I think, you know, there might be further things going on there. So, like, it's 
he's the, he's a Colin Kaepernick. He's a Josh Gordon to me at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, Josh Gordon. So you want him just out of the rankings? No, I mean I love Josh Gordon, and I think he's always I think he's, I think he's always worth including. I just don't. I mean, it's just a very, a very. A, he's attached with a very um, tenuous thread to the rankings. Right he now. just needs to. I mean, in dynasty, if you're taking all right, let's just okay. Wide receiver seventeen is too high. Clearly, I mean, here's another thing, trash man. Well, as long as we're doing this stuff, Gabriel Davis, he needs to be moved up. Yeah, even wide receiver forty-one. As long as we're talking about this, let's get Gabriel Davis up. Let's get Rondale Moore maybe up just a tiny bit. Um, but so if you can make those notes, Gabriel Davis up. See what we can do about him. Just based on the comments that we got from the, um, the yeah. the combine right from from the from the Bills folks. Um, so I'm just looking down here. I'm just saying like, does he belong, Calvin Ridley? Does he belong around maybe like a 30-year-old Odell Beckham and a 30-year-old Robert Woods? That was exactly what I was looking at. I kind of think that that might be where we stick him uh, because I really do think if somebody came to me and wanted to trade like a Juju Smith-Schuster or a Josh Palmer, certainly a Gabriel Davis. We have like even below that, we have like a a 26-year-old Michael Gallup who stands to um, improve if what we think is going to happen with Amari – is going. I mean, um, Amari Cooper, Cooper is going to happen. Where's Gallup? He's at fifty nine. He's at wide receiver fifty nine. He needs to be up. He needs to be up there above these guys, um, above Odell Beckham and above Robert Woods. I think just given the age, he needs to be right there with the Jacoby Myerses and the Christian Kirks. I think Christian Kirk probably should be above Will Fuller. Um. But I think that that's where Michael Gallup needs to be for sure. Um, let's get Calvin Ridley into that mix, right? Yeah. Let's get Ridley into that mix. Um, Cody Carpentier in the chat saying he has a wide receiver 49 behind Dotson, Renfro, Juju. Well, we have, I think we have Renfro a little bit higher than, yeah, but kind of in that same area. I think that's about right, Cody. I think that's about where he needs to be. Um, and we'll discuss Lockett here in a second. In in these particular rankings, we don't do – in the Dynasty Top 250, we won't have uh, rookies in there until they uh, are – we just – we put the rookies in as soon as the Dynasty rookie cheat sheet comes out, which comes out basically the day after the draft. And so it's, that's interesting that that's where you have Dotson is right there. Oh, by the way, speaking of rookies and adding them in, people have been asking about the best ball cheat sheet – That'll be. I just got started on the skeleton of that. That will include rookies pre NFL draft, um, just because at you know thankfully at Underdog they uh, they're really good with the ADPs and stuff. They update it every day, and we can see where these rookies where they're moving and things. So we can actually build in the leverage in the cheat sheet right now by seeing how the ADPs are moving on these rookies. Where in past years it's been a lot harder to do that. But as far as here on the Dynasty Top 250, we'll be adding in the rookies once we have their NFL uh, destinations. This is all. This is uh, for startup. This is uh, startup drafts without the rookies. So um, I think that's right. So do you basically have that? Have that trash man like that group? I think I think that's where Ridley kind of needs to be. Um, before, before we get into the whole thing with the trade, let's just also talk about. Devonte Adams. It looks like he's going to get the franchise tag. So we'll get we got one more year of Devonte Adams with Aaron Rodgers. Um, but you know, Devonte Adams. It probably is. This is going to be the last hurrah. Age thirty. Um, are they, I mean, is Aaron Rodgers influential enough to? Um, inf- I'm sorry. I'm getting, for some. I'm getting a bunch of texts. Um, is 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 he influential enough to? be able to tell the Green Bay Packers to find a way to keep Devontae Adams through hit through whatever contract it is that he ends up signing because Aaron Rodgers has come I out. Mean, on he's Twitter influential season. enough to be the highest played NFL player ever. Well, he, well, he's saying that the contract details that have been released aren't true. Well, I mean, I think maybe that, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's the number that's untrue though. 
Um, <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> he's he's, he's going to get paid a ton. And, it, and it's going to make it's going to make it prohibitive to be able to pay up for Devontae Adams for what he's going to want, especially when coming into an H31 season. Maybe the fact that it's an H31 season means that he'll come cheaper. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think you could probably, uh, but the, the, the simple fact is, I mean, Keenan Allen at this point, Devontae Adams, Tyler Lockett, DeAndre Hopkins, these guys are all 30. They're going to be, I mean, at some point we got to start figuring out when it's time to jump off board with them. Golly, having Devontae Adams though, in your arsenal for one season, if you're a win now team is like, it's like dynamite. And I just look at the guys sort of, you know, look at the guys sort of around him. I mean, I think probably since Cooper Cup is a year is a year younger than Devontae Adams, I know we're talking about maybe this like Cooper Cup should be above Devontae Adams. That's wild to think he's only one year younger than Devontae Adams. Well, he was he was a Valus Jones when whenever he came in. He was like yeah, 25. He was like 25. Um but uh, I think the Cooper Cup needs to go above Devontae Adams. But then when you look, man, it's like when you think about it, I mean, Terry McLaurin's going to be 27. Deontay Johnson's going to be 26 and have to – who knows? What if that's a Mason Rudolph quarterback? You know, who knows what that's going to be with Pittsburgh? I think now with this whole Seattle trade, and we're going to talk about it, but now Seattle gets the number nine pick, they're going to take Malik that's Willis. Gonna Willis. Yeah, they're going to take Willis. So all our dreams about Willis maybe going to the Pittsburgh, those are out the window now. Our best hope is a Jimmy G or a Kenny Pickett or something like this, right? Yeah. Um, it's not going to be Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. They could take a Ritter. Yeah. Uh, would you really? Would you love Desmond Ritter for Deontay Johnson? Not necessarily. No. I don't think I would either. So I, I just, I don't necessarily think that. I kind of think I want Devontae Adams more. I mean. I honestly, I honestly trash man. I start looking at these like twenty-two and twenty-four-year-old Elijah Moore and Jalen Waddle, and I think they might kind of need to be above Deontay Johnson at this point. Maybe above, like if we could make that move. Do you, I mean? Do you like that? Um, I mean, I well, we don't know what's going to be happening in Miami either, though. I mean, um, we know that they got a weird head coach. <laughs> Golly, that guy! I don't know. I don't know what to make of him. You guys all love him, man. You and Cody and I don't Byron. love him. Like I just think he's just a, he's just a contrarian, and I'm 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 all about the contrarians. Look, um, I think he's smart, man. Mike McDaniel. I just don't know what to like. Is he going to be a good football coach? I mean, he looks I like he's know. certainly a certainly a very interesting guy. Uh, I, I like his style, but I'm just like, God, is, is that dude a leader of men? Is it like they're going to follow this dude into battle? Like, I don't know. Man. It's like, um, OK, so can, can you just make the note to examine the Elijah Moore, Jalen Waddle vis-a-vis Deontay Johnson just with the Big Ben stuff? I know we were talking about Devontae Adams. I kind of think Devontae Adams is in the right spot, to be completely honest. Yeah. I think it's. I think Devontae Adams just kind of stays. We were kind of baking in the idea that there was some uncertainty there, but um, let's see. Kipsy and the chat saying someone mentioned Seattle wasn't fond of this year's QB class. Maybe be as a smokescreen. Still feels like a QB at nine lock at QB makes me sick. Oh, poor Kipsy. He's got that Seattle. Uh, I guess Kipsy's – I didn't know that Kipsy is from Seattle. <laughs> He's got the Seattle skyline as his avatar here. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, Kip, you ought to watch back yesterday's uh, podcast with Siege. Siege, all he could talk about was the fact that Drew Locke was going to be the starter for the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> go do, go go watch that and feel, feel sick to your stomach. Um, I mean, it's a run first team, though. I mean, like, I, I, I feel sick for their wide receivers – but um, yeah, we're going to talk about it. Because I don't think it's going to change very much. We're going to talk about it. Uh, so I think with the news that Devontae Adams is coming back, the news that Aaron Rodgers is coming back, they're not going to want to give any money to Alan Lazard. They're not going to want to give any money to MVS. So let's go ahead and move those guys down. Right. They're no longer going to be being attached to um, Aaron Rodgers. And if they do, we can always come back. And move them up, but I think we need to move those guys down a little bit. Is trash? I mean, as long as I'm down here looking at this, we need to move Braxton Berrios up probably 
15 spots. You think so? Yeah. I mean, he, like he's you, you, you have him behind Denzel Mims, which is absurd. Is it? Like, well, yeah. Let's move Braxton Berrios. You didn't hear, you didn't hear, you didn't hear the, uh, the Jets coach talking about Mims, though. I think he cut. I mean, that was such BS. They, he's, not so? gonna, he's not going to say. Mims is so good, though. Cody, Cody pulled the whole thing about has the ship sailed on Denzel Mims and GMs hate to hate that. You 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 remember what Balky said to me when I asked if the ship had sailed on 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 Lavisca? They take guttural. They have a guttural, angry angry response. I, I, like I that. saw, I I was there when he asked it. It didn't seem. It seemed like they really. You have fucking Braxton Berrios below Marquez Callaway and Julio Jones. Trash me. We need we need Berrios at least up here with. Where we've had no, like, it was an indictment on Barrios so much as it was on uh, yeah, let's get Barrios up on Mims, let's get Barrios up into like the mid 50s, okay? Mid, mid, mid ish 50s, I think. If you can just make you that, think, all right, yes, yes, we just have to. Um, he dude, he's 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 gonna he's gonna sign a seven or eight million dollar deal. Yeah, right. that doesn't and, mean and, play, and, play, and 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 don't and don't you remember don't you remember what what Joe Douglas said about Braxton Berrios? I mean, I he said I, he said he said the he said players who come in and do the right things and win the right way, those are the kinds of guys who shit. I'll just I'll pull up the exact I'll pull up right, the exact but I don't quote. know. I don't, what I don't know is if Berrios is a has the ceiling of a, like a Cole Beasley. I don't know that like he's going to be very useful outside of PPR formats. I don't know the extent to which he'll. Did be you? But trash man, I'm, I'm I'm telling you as a guy who had Barrios on my fantasy team last year and in 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 two of my different dynasty leagues. It's it was good to have Braxton Barrios down down the stretch. It was it was it was good to have him. I would like I wouldn't I would not trade Braxton Barrios knowing that he's coming back to or thinking he's going to be coming back to the Jets. An improved offense. If somebody offered me Marquez Callaway or Julio Jones form, I would tell him to get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? No, that's fair. I think that him, him maybe him and Nico Collins and stuff need to be up here, like with Lavisca Chenault and these types of guys. I think that Amari Rogers probably, as long as we're talking about, um, as long as we're talking about what's going to happen with the like, let's let's give Amari Rogers a little bit of a bump. You think? That's I mean, this is going to be – Randall Cobb is going to be done. Um, no MVS, no Lazard. I mean, who else is on the who else is on the roster? Let me just pull up the Packers roster. I mean, I don't know if – I don't think they're going to be able to bring too, too many of these guys back. You've got to figure Lazard is going to want, what, three and a half, four million per year. I think MVS would want the same for the sort of specialized role that he's going to be in. You can't pay that right now. Um Let's see. Uh, so all the only the only the guys they have are like Juwan Winfrey and you know Malik Taylor. Someone who is Rico Gafford? I'm not even sure I know who that is. So yeah, I I think Amari Rogers here is a guy who we could stand to move up, and I'd like to get him in this that same range as a a, a moved up slightly Nico Collins, right? A moved up, a moved up fairly significantly. Braxton Berrios, all those guys in sort of a similar bucket there uh, would make would make sense to me. Um, one other thing, just looking here at just the wide receivers in general, um, we mentioned earlier about the Deontay Johnson stuff uh, juxtaposed with the Elijah Moore and Jalen Waddles. Byron had the. Uh, suggestion on the text chain a few days ago that I didn't agree with all of his suggestions, but I thought it, he was kind of right to, we should have a 23 year old T Higgins over a 25 year old DJ Moore. We know that T Higgins is tied to Joe Burrow for the next three years. We don't know what DJ Moore is going to have in a quarterback situation at all. And T's a beast. I know that there's going to be, you know, more target competition there. Right. Right. But, I think Moore's just a better player, but. But we did have at the combine, Scott Fritter were saying that, yeah, maybe it might be better for us to get Christian McCaffrey going a little bit more out of the slot to, you know, to get him on the field more, but so the wear and tear out of the backfield isn't quite the same as it is running between the tackles as it is utilizing him out of the slot. 
I think that that takes away kind of those uh, a lot of the high value stuff that DJ Moore I mean, likes. They're fielding trade offers for Christian McCaffrey right now. Well, uh, look, are we going to really? You know, we can't we can't buy too much into that, right? I mean, they were saying that they wanted you 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 wanted to bump down Antonio Gibson at a point in time whenever they said they were interested in bringing back JD McKissick. I think we got to wait for these things to happen because we get to the combine and we see that they're not. A- but we're talking about you know what, but more situation in the next few years compared to Higgins in the next few years. Um, sure, so I think something to consider. But how? But I mean, what other quarterback would you rather have a guy like T Higgins tied to than Joe Burrow? Especially when I think Tyler Boyd's contract is not up this year, but I believe. Let me look at Tyler Boyd's contract. I thought that maybe in 2023 it looks like he'll be out. Let me make sure and see though. Tyler, I'll just look it up on Spot Track real quick. So Tyler Boyd, so he signed a four-year deal, but that was in. Yeah, so um, he's actually signed through 2020 with a cap hit of oh god. So look, I mean in 2023. So he has got a $10.3 million cap hit with only 1.4 dead associated in 2023. So he seems like a prime guy to get cut, especially if they do the thing where they go ahead and restructure Burrow a little bit early. Like, to, I mean, if, if, I mean, if you're, you're saving not 8.9 million, it's not like, I don't, you got T, you got Jamar Chase. Like they, they really like CJ Uzama. So, I don't know. I, I think th- I just I think T Higgins should be above DJ Moore. That's fine. It's just, it's just a just a flip of one spot. I mean, if things yeah. change, things things change. Okay, so let's let's add that to the list. Um, a few other things just before we get to uh, the Denver Seattle fallout because that's probably the main things that we need to discuss here. Um, and doing the best ball, doing the best ball cheat sheet. I had an interesting discussion yesterday with Siege about sh- where should Elijah Mitchell be in relation to J.K. Dobbins? Because Siege I mean, brought up a good – those were two guys that I hadn't even thought about. I, ju- I just had it by ADP where I had J.K. Dobbins above e- Elijah Mitchell. But they're actually kind of close. Both these guys are going in the fourth round of early best ball drafts. And so I just I, just ca- I started thinking about it in the context of Dynasty and – like it feels like, I mean, they're both 24, like in the context of dynasty, it kind of makes sense to think about it like that too, because with, with JK Dobbins, we're back to the same issue that we had with him coming out as a rookie, right? It's like the, 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 everybody involved with the Ravens has talked about how happy they are to have not just, I asked about JK Dobbins, right? And DaCosta says, like, oh, God, he's just a smile from ear to ear. Then he's like, not just JK Dobbins, we're getting back. We get back Gus Edwards. We get back Justice Hill. Like, we got a, like, we get all three of our guys they back. Were, they weren't using Justice Hill when they had him. Well, it's fine. Whatever. Still, Gus, Ed, are you telling me that Gus Edwards in the giant pain and in, in, in JK Dobbins' hypothetical, hypothetical workload? Because he is. No, I We've mean, seen considering it. how much they run the ball, no. And I feel Gus like, is consi- I mean, Gus, like Gus. 49ers, there's already a better running back <laughs> on the 49ers than Mitchell. And he actually plays in the wide receiver position. So it's like, I if, if is Gus Edwards more of a threat to J.K. Dobbins than Debo Samuel is to Elijah? Is Debo Samuel going to score 10 fucking touchdowns again next year, trash man? <laughs> I, I imagine he's going to score more than Gus Edwards. You think Debo Samuel will score more rushing touchdowns than Gus Edwards next year? I, I wouldn't put I wouldn't put it past him. Let's let's book a bet. Let's what do you want to bet? Do you want well, to bet? Let me two, see. Let me two? see what Edwards. Would Dude, he, I would would say I, w- I would say let's bet two Jersey Mike subs. But have you been to Jersey Mike's lately? <laughs> no, a, dude. A, I can't eat that stuff anymore. A sub is like twelve sixty nine. It's like what the what? I was just I like, mean, all food are you kidding me? Up all I was just like, I was just like. You guys, you. I was like, put put the gun away, dude. I feel like this is some highway twelve sixty nine. I want to, you know, I, like I want to. Hey, I maybe Gronk will go for that. I did. I didn't. I didn't even want the. I didn't even want the large one. I just wanted the medium. Medium number thirteen, Mike's way. Twelve sixty nine, dude. It, dude, it trashed me. It, it it makes me feel as old as saying like I remember when gas was like one ninety nine. To say that I remember when those sandwiches were literally seven ninety nine. 
$7.99. You get the whole meal for nine oh nine or something like that. Now a sandwich is twelve sixty nine. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Jesus prices have Christ. gone up in the past six months, no, eight months. God. What hasn't? Um, okay, but anyway, so would you bet like one and a half Jersey Mike's on it? Yeah. Okay, one and a half Jersey Mike's. Uh, the, so well, I'm going to go ahead and write this write this down. Debo Samuel, Trash Man says Debo Samuel has more rushing touchdowns in 20 in 2022 than Gus Edwards. Where does that where does that leave us with J.K. Dobbins versus Elijah Mitchell though? I mean, we already have him above Mitchell by like three spots, um, and I think that's to me that's fine. Um, okay. I was of the opinion that J, that J.K. Dobbins is just so much of a higher quality sort of you know prospect coming out than Elijah, but Elijah's been really good. Um, I mean, you, Elijah, he's a James Robinson. Yeah. No, not not stylistically. No, but just. But a guy who came in and really, really proved, proved his mettle early on, who wasn't as heralded coming in. I can understand that for sure. Um, Byron said that he wanted there to be a shakeup here in this sort of tier at the end of the, run, uh, the dynasty running back twos of Miles Sanders, Clyde Edwards-Elair, Leonard Fournette, and Michael Carter. Um, I think – I mean, I left uh, – look, Michael Carter and Clyde Edwards-Elair are both 23 years old, right? They're both going to be 23 this year. Yeah. I forgot how young Clyde was whenever he came in, but to think he's only 23 this year is pretty, pretty interesting. With Clyde, on one hand, you have the fact, you know, yeah, tethered to Patrick Mahomes, great offense – he was hurt last year. We heard Andy Reid make the excuses for him at the combine. We also heard Andy Reid saying Jarrett McKinnon is is on contract for next year. And Jarrett like, McKinnon, I might like McKinnon more than yeah than Edwards Hilaire this season. Yeah, and it dude, I mean, as crazy as it seems, um, Jarrett McKinnon still isn't quite thirty. He'll be thirty next year, and he has so, a, he has the legs of a twenty seven year old. Yeah, he he he, will, he just hasn't been playing. Yeah, he he hasn't been playing. So with those guys, how do you think it should go? Do do you think we should have young MC ahead of like Miles Sanders? Like, do you think we should have uh, we should just do stratify this by age and get those guys ahead of Miles Sanders, young MC, and Clyde? I mean, how good do you feel Miles Sanders is? I know that you you had him kind of like in that Saquon Barkley kind of tier. Oh no, I no. You never as did a, as a prospect. No, I just said I just said that there were shades of. I mean, he's from the same school. There were shades of Saquon Barkley's game to Miles Sanders's game, but it was always to a much much lesser degree. I mean, Saquon Saquon Barkley and Jonathan Taylor, since we've been doing this, have been the two best running back prospects that we've seen. You know, that's just how it is. Saquon's been hurt. You know, but it's like from a pure evaluation standpoint, that's. I wouldn't have had Miles Sanders in that same category. I don't think I've even had Miles Sanders as number one in his class. I believe I had Josh Jacobs as number one in that class. Mm-hmm. So um, I, it's just it feels like it feels like he's doomed to be a committee back. Is no matter what, Miles Sanders is in a committee. Yeah, but then so are I mean, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is going to be uh, Michael Carter. I mean, but you have two more good years out of those guys. That's true. Um, I mean, I'm fine putting Carter and Hilaire um, right behind it's, Mitchell. Yeah, I I think that uh, yeah, I think I like that. And then and then the question is, do you like a 27 year old Leonard Fournette? Who Byron's argument is Leonard Fournette is going to get a two year deal with somebody, and he's going to be the bell cow. What if Leonard Fournette goes to Miami? You know, if that's the uh, case, we'll just have to move him up more. But for now, we just stratify yeah. by age in that tier. Okay, I think so. All right. So, you, do you do you have those notes written down? Yeah. Okay. Um, one other thing here is with um the big trade, right? So let's so let's just let's break it all down. 
you want to talk about the side that the Broncos are getting first or the side that Seattle is getting first? Or the uh, Seattle side first or the 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 fallout in Seattle or the fallout in Denver? Let's talk about the fallout in Seattle. Seattle first. Not, let's end on a high note. It isn't as sexy or fun, right? Um yeah. I mean, look, in the Superflex rankings, we probably I mean, I hate to be a siege about this and make the headliner Drew Locke, but we probably need to move Drew Locke up a little bit. Right. There's a chance he could there's a chance that he could be the quarterback for these guys next year. So I think that he could get moved up. Um, here's another thing, trash man. As long as we're talking about these quarterbacks, Mitchell Trubisky needs to get moved up. He needs to yeah. be above Gardner Minshew. He needs to be above like I think maybe even above. He needs to be like in that Matt Ryan, Jared Goff, you know, area. Okay? I mean, I think we put. I mean, I almost think we put Trubisky and Locke right there behind what? I think I, I think I'd rather Daniel? No, because I think I would still rather have Daniel Jones and Superflex than Trubisky or Locke. You don't think Trubisky's gonna beat out Daniel Jones if he goes to New York? No. Not, not that. I mean, I think if I think if they were, I think if those two guys were on a neutral field somewhere with a neutral head coaching uh, staff and offensive coordinator staff, and didn't and didn't have the Mara family breathing down their neck about Daniel Jones, then maybe Trubisky could beat him out. But he's not going to do it as a New York Giant this year. That's not going to. That's not part of the plans. I don't think. Um, so I would say. Yeah, I think that Trubisky and Drew Locke maybe should get moved up into that area with maybe Davis Mills, right? Uh, you know, who's going to get one pro- – presumably going to get this one year to prove if he's kind of as okay as he looked last year. I think that's probably about right. Um, I know it's not sexy, but, I, I mean, I would rather have Drew Locke than Gardner Minshew or Kellen, Kellen Mond or even maybe – I mean – I would certainly I think I'd rather have Mitchell Trubisky than I mean we're talking about guys like Jordan Love and stuff ahead of him. I I mean we just heard and heard and heard that Trubisky's gonna get his chance. This, well, Love this might year. get traded. If what if he does? Like who cares if he does? Jordan, I mean, we've have you seen enough of Jordan? I've I've kind of seen it. I feel like I've seen enough of Jordan Love at this point to be hands off until he shows me something entirely different. Entirely different. You know, I'm not. I'm I mean, not trying I feel to get about Jordan Love the way I feel about Mitch Trubisky, though, as a prospect, though. Well, no, because Mitchell Trubisky was a top two overall pick, an idiotic one. Well, I'm just talking Ryan about P- what he's been doing. I mean, like, I I hate sitting- Mitchell Trubisky for the most part. Well, right, but Mitchell Trubisky's at least gotten to, you know, he's gotten to sit behind Josh Allen and, you know, like he's got a he's got a good profile as far as the dude who can run the football and, and do some things. I, I mean, I know you hate him, but these so you, guys... So you think Jordan Love's um, chances of being a starting quarterback are s- slim to none? He just... Until he shows me something entirely entirely different. I mean, diametrically opposed to what we've seen so far. I'm not just not going to buy into him. Like, I'm going to buy into these guys that I've seen some flashes of. I've, I've not seen a flash of anything from Jordan Love. Have, have you? Have I missed the boat on something? I mean, what has anybody seen, like from his senior bowl to any preseason stuff to any time, you know, limited action that he's gotten in the in it? Like seeing him in limited action in the NFL has been brutal. I mean, at least Mr. Trubisky's done some things. And I know Jordan loves younger or whatever, but regardless, dude, I'm saying yeah, Mr. Trubisky's they, 28. I mean, I mean, it's fine. I don't care about either of those guys enough okay. to, to miss All right. too much okay. about it. All right, fine. I think Russell Wilson, where we have him, it's like I don't think Russell Russell Wilson's leaving DK Metcalf. He's leaving Tyler Lockett. He's, I mean, what he's, he's, he's leaving Portland a bad Sutton offensive Jerry, line. Judy, and KJ exactly. Denver. He's going from like a situation that's pretty good to no situations pretty good. Yeah, I think Russ. I'm not sure Russ moves up that much. You know, I, I think that, um, I think that in Dynasty, um, so wild to see like Justin Fields ahead of like Matthew Stafford and these guys that would want so much more right now, but you just realize Justin Fields is like 23 years old. Um, I think that Russell Wilson kind of, we have him as quarterback nine. 
in Dynasty right now, and I just kind of think that's where he stays. I don't think Russell Wilson needs to be moved. Um, yeah, but wait, we we were talking Seattle though. I'm sorry, I still just think Seattle. I think Russell Wilson. Let's let's talk. Let's talk about the wide receivers that are left behind in Seattle, and also what we do with Noah Fant um, at tight end. Because of course, the package for Russell Wilson yesterday was Denver sent two firsts, two seconds, one fifth. Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, the defensive lineman, and Noah Fan. Noah Fan. The Broncos got back Russell Wilson in a fourth. How, do, you know, do you know what? Do you know what that was? That was what I I I know what happened. They said we need we need a first or we need two firsts, two seconds. We want Fant. We want Shelby Harris, and we want. Just throw in Drew Locke. We 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 know that you hate him, and we and we'll give you Russell Wilson. And the Broncos just couldn't. They're like, all right, but you need to bump us up from a from from a fifth to a to to a fourth in this year's draft. <laughs> That's what happened. That's about right. I mean, it's just yeah. like I mean, they're banking on winning now. Yeah. I mean, what are the Seahawks going to do with these two firsts anyway? They're going to go trade them away for another Jamal Adams. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, Okay, let's I mean, see. DK Metcalf. Uh well. He's 25. He's still I mean, DK Metcalf. Locke has an arm. He's not very accurate with it. It's not, I don't think it's gonna be Locke. I can't be a siege about this. They're gonna go get somebody. So you think like so like a Willis. Well, Kip C is saying they're not fond of this year's quarterbacks class, but to to Kip C, I just say, look, man, John Schneider's not going to tell you how he feels about this quarterback class. That's just not how this is going to go whenever you're in this kind of And I think he was saying that before Malik Willis worked out at the Combine. Yeah, or before he got to see him at the Senior Bowl or you know anything like that. So I think that Malik Willis at, at nine, certainly in play for those guys. Um, are we really gonna? Uh, we we got to move DK Metcalf down, trash man. He's not like he's not connected to Russell Wilson anymore. I think I want Tyreek Hill more than him. I think I want Debo Samuel more than him. Debo's only two years older. Yeah. Then you get to the point: Do you want do you want DK Metcalf or do you want Devontae Adams, who is six years his elder? At that point, it becomes pretty hard sell to say that you know DK is not going to find his way in the next two years or so, as far as whether it's getting out of Seattle or Seattle finding a new quarterback and him developing some kind of connection there. Yeah. So. Um, well, we for got- moving Cup up, though, over Adams, you, you want Metcalf behind Cup then? <sighs> no, I'm saying that I think Metcalf is 24. He's going to be 24 this year. It's going to be hard-pressed to get in behind a 30-year-old or a 29-year-old. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm not going to get DK Metcalf below De- Deontay Johnson. I think DK Metcalf should be dynasty wide receiver seven. He shouldn't be a top four. Five. He's he's five right now. Yeah. I mean, does I'm he, five, does he need to be behind Tyreek and Debo? Let's for now. Let's just move behind Tyreek and Debo till we find out a little bit more. About um, I find out just a little bit more about what's going to happen with the Seattle quarterback situation because we could be honestly be seeing a situation where if we get too low on DK Metcalf, we're going to get swindled out of all of our DK Metcalf at a really inopportune time. Because the, here's the other part: it's about um, Tyler Lockett, who we have is 30 years old. We have basically a wide receiver 32 in Dynasty. Now there's been rumors that he's going to be traded. He's on the block. Um, I worry more about Tyler Lockett without Russell Wilson than I really do anybody else. You getting up calling the old bat phone? They talk yeah. to somebody calling you about their, their Tyler Lockett takes. <laughs> Maybe. I worry more about Tyler Lockett's connection with Russell Wilson. To me, that feels like an Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams type of mind meld to where one with one without the other just isn't not the same. Tyler Lock is not built like an Adonis the same way that uh, DK Metcalf is that could just get stuck into another system and 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like be used in the sim- similar way. Andy, Rock, did you see Metcalf over. getting traded to Atlanta? That'd be sick. Oh God. Yeah. Um, so I think Tyler Lockett certainly needs to be moved down. Um, I would actually put him in that kind of same area we were talking about earlier with the Odell Beckhams and the Robert Woodses and these other 30 year old dudes who their situations feel up in the air. They've been really good, but who knows what's going to happen with them. I think for now, that's a good place to put him. If consensus is way off from us, that's fine. And we can always settle it out, you know, and make some tweaks. But I think for now he belongs in that bucket. I mean, do you disagree? No. Okay. So let's make a note about Tyler Lockett to get him down even below the ECOT, even below like the Josh Palmers of the world and the Gabriel Davises and these, these kinds of players. I think that, you know, just when he's 30 years old, he's been really good, but without the Tyler Lockett spike weeks, you're not going to have Tyler Lockett. I mean, he's had a special connection with Russell. Yeah. And those, those, those spike weeks have, those spike weeks have come, just because Russell finds him deep. You know, we know that it hasn't been on intermediate, like as much as you would think that Tyler Lockett's a guy who's one with like intermediate patterns and crossing routes and stuff like that. It's like, it, Russell doesn't always find him on those kinds of routes. He finds him on these deep, these deep routes where Russell just drops it right in the bucket for him. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, let's just, let's, let's make that note with him. Uh, do we really need to do anything about any tight ends or any associated – like what does this do with the Rashad Pennies of the – Do any difference with the Rashad Pennies or the Chris Carsons? I mean, those guys are already up in the air anyway as far as whether they're going to be back with Seattle. I would say I just mean, kind of leave them as I mean, they this, were. This is, it's going to be a running offense. It already was. I mean, I think it's just even more so. So predicated on the run. Let's get Rashad Penny up above – at least up above – Make this note, Rashad Penny needs to be above Ramondre Stevenson. Okay? For sure. Um, I don't see any more – I mean, I don't think Rashad Penny belongs above Keyshawn Vaughn, but I think that's about the right place to put him. A guy that we're sort of banking on having a bigger role this year. We think we'll have a bigger role this year, but, we're, but the quarterbacks, they're losing quarterbacks on both of those teams, and who knows what's going to happen. So let's go just go ahead and make that switch. Um, okay. On the new Denver side. Now this is where we can have some fun about some of these guys and just how high can they go? Right. Do you want, so Jerry Judy, we have currently is wide receiver 25. He's only going to be 23 this year. If you consider the prototype of player that he is, he's, he's going to be, you know, I'm, might seem a little bit easy, but it feels like he's kind of Tyler Lockett-y. Yeah. You have KJ Hamler who has that real downfield, um, that real threat. downfield deep threat that both DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett both at times brought to the Seahawks. So I think KJ Hamler we need to probably move up to. We have Cortland Sutton, who's clearly, I mean, it's gonna be obvious to draw a direct line from Cortland Sutton to DK Metcalf, right? Just more the alpha, big X go up and get it type of wide receiver on the outside. I think both these guys are due for big moves up personally, Jerry Judy to me. Well, for one, um, Jerry Judy should be right out. I mean, we have Rashad Bateman too high. We need to remove Rashad Bateman down. So I think, don't you? I mean, I mean, just based on the, the offense that he's in probably. Yeah. So let's get, let's get, Let's get Rashad Bateman down, and I think that Jerry Judy belongs up here in the same, the same tier as the Michael, is the Amon Ross St. Browns, the Michael Pittmans, the Devontae Smiths, the Chris Godwins. I mean, let's just let's just get ahead of it. I mean, he's going to be catching passes from Russell Wilson for the next two to three years. Yeah, right. I think that's where he goes. I think he goes somewhere in somewhere in there. Um. I certainly – I feel like I want him more at this point than I want Amari Cooper. I think I want Jerry Judy more than I want a 30-year-old Keenan Allen. I know Chris Godwin was just franchised, but he's coming off the ACL stuff. We're going to have Calvin Ridley moved way down, so he's not even part of this conversation. Yeah. But I think I think we should – I think, we I mean, should I think Judy right there around Godwin – 
but 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 Bateman needs to be. I he, I I like Jerry Judy right now more than I like Devonte Smith. Yeah, I mean, yeah, predicated on the offenses that they're in. Yeah, I just do. So I think that Bateman needs to be out of that picture. Bateman needs to be between. Bateman needs to be on, only above Keenan Allen, out of that whole tier. And then I think that as long as Judy is somewhere in that Michael Pittman range with Amon Ross St. Brown, but above Devontae Smith. Does that make sense to you? I mean, that makes perfect sense. But that's, that seems like it fits perfectly to me in my mind. Yeah. Okay. Cortland Sutton. Now he's 27. He's not the prospect that Judy was. He's had issues with injuries, but he's a beast. I mean, he's he's basically a Michael Pittman on another team. I think he needs to be above. But he's two years older. You know, I mean, we it looks like we were kind of high on Cortland Sutton anyway. Yeah, I mean – I mean, Sutland's only one year younger than Amari Cooper at this point. Yeah, we were kind of high on him anyway. I kind of think where he is right now is probably – I mean, we're going to move Lockett down. Yeah. Maybe so, should Cortland Sutton be ahead of Mike Evans, who's going to be catching footballs from like Kyle Trask or something? That's that's uh Mike Williams got re-signed. I mean, he's like Mike Williams is what, 28? I think that he's in a – Shit, Mike Williams could even stand to move up now that we know he's going to be with Herbert for the next three years. Yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, these guys like Ayuk, Chase Claypool, stuff like this, I kind of think Sutton is still in the right – Sutton will get a slight boost yeah. up with Lockett moving out of here, right? But – Yeah, I mean, we're high on Sutton, yeah. I mean, and and, and and what's his And what's his name? Ridley will be out of here. So he'll move up two spots into the kind of the high-end wide receiver three for Dynasty. I think that that's probably fine for Sutton, whereas I consider um, Judy is going to be moving into more of the mid-range wide receiver two discussion. I think the bump gets bigger for Judy just because he's younger. I can't believe it. He's only going to be 23 this year. Mm. It's just that's, that's crazy to me. Um, okay. Um, we didn't talk at all about, um, KJ Hamler, but it feels like he's going to need to move up. I mean, he's what 71 or something right now. Maybe yeah. just get KJ Hamler up, not quite into that Nico Collins, Amari Rogers, Michael Gallup kind of area that we talked about earlier, getting those guys in that bucket, but maybe just a little bit below it. I think right now I'd rather have KJ Hamler than, Julio Jones, Marquez Callaway, or Robbie Anderson. Yeah. So I feel right right there, like behind Amari Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's good. I think that that's good. Um, okay. Let's talk about the other guys. So the running backs. It's now clear that Melvin Gordon will not be back. You're not going to be able to pay Russell Wilson and do all this stuff and bring back Melvin Gordon. You have two, you have all these extra draft picks. You can probably draft a new runner. Javante, it's going to be Javante Williams with a better offense now. Melvin can't come back. I mean, they 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 can't pay him, right? What was he asking for? Like eight? They were talking about eight million. Yeah, he's not going to. I mean, it's like Siege said on the podcast yesterday. He's not going to get it. But I mean, they were. I, I don't know. I, it doesn't feel like somebody yeah, else would bring in Melvin. Doesn't Gordon. really make sense. So I just do. We just get ahead of the curve and move Javante Williams to running back two in Dynasty. Let me see. Or at least above DeAndre Swift. You can keep Najee at number two if you want, but I think that at this point, Russell will, you know, you got one guy whose quarterback is Russell Wilson, who's going to be in scoring position often. Yeah. I mean, I think when we see the Gordon, whatever happened with Gordon happened, I think, I mean, definitely, definitely I'm okay moving him to two there. Can you want to move him to three for the time being since we feel like it's going to happen? Yeah. All right. Let's move him to – let's move Javante to three. Oh, God, it feels good to own Javante Williams and Dynasty right now. 
boy, does that feel good. Um, and then uh, finally, just the tight ends. So Noah Fant, does he really move much? Um, He's still a good young player. He's going to be 25 this next year. He is. Make sure whenever you're updating these rankings too, Trash Man, to like on Noah Fant, make sure that you change change the teams whenever you're just cleaning this up. Um, Um, Do you – I mean, he's right behind Pat Fryermouth, who, you know, I don't know how much we're going to like him depending on who the quarterback is. I think – well, we don't know who the quarterback is going to be for Seattle, though, either. I think maybe he's right about where he needs to be. Okay. Well, we're doing this. Dalton Schultz got the franchise tag yesterday from Dallas. He needs to be moved up to in the t- he he needs to be up, maybe above Fant, right? Just for what we're going to get next year. Yeah. So I I get Dalton Schultz up above Noah Fant. Um. I, I, <clears throat> Do we get Mike Gesicki? He got the franchise tag yesterday too. Do we get him above? Like, should he, should, shouldn't he be above Hunter Henry? I think maybe we just move Hunter Henry down because I feel like Dawson Knox should okay, maybe. Okay, that's Hunter fine. Henry. Okay, so move Hunter Henry down below these guys. I like that. Um. Oh. And I should say oh. Because you know who the big mover is here. Yeah, oh. Albert O. Yeah, so let's talk about that. Albert O. Catching balls, from, catching balls from Russell Wilson. They get rid of Noah Fant because they know that they love Drew Locke's boy, Albert O. They wouldn't send Drew Locke with his Missouri teammate. They sent Drew Locke with Noah Fant. Things are opening up for Albert O, trash man. How, 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 high, how high can O go in Dynasty? I mean, I put him above Fryermuth at this point. What about what about above a twenty-seven-year-old Dallas Goddard? I'll tell you the truth, trash man. It absolutely needs to happen, Alberto. With this trade, becomes a top seven tied in in all of Dynasty yeah